Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to T. Willie's Mule Town Mix. It's now time for Front Porch Happenings with Delk Kennedy. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is that time of day. It is Friday. It is 11 o'clock, and we are joined by a whole group of people. But here is our host for the event, Mr. Let me get his microphone on, Mr. Delk Kennedy. All right. Hey, T. Willie, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Um, I love this show every Friday where we talk about what's going on in and around Columbia, Murray County, and southern middle Tennessee in the coming weekend, add weeks sometime, depending on what's going on. Uh, it's a lot of fun to just know all the things going on here in Columbia and Murray County and southern middle Tennessee. It's just amazing uh, what, what happens around here. Um, this week we've got a room full of guests, but first I want to talk about the theatrical arts uh, here in Murray County. All of a sudden, it seems to be just exploding. There's, uh, of course, the uh, Murray County Arts Guild has been around for 50 years. Uh, the There's a new theatrical group down on North Main Street. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Is it the Annie Moses, Annie Moses Conservatory? Is that what you're yeah, asking the about? Moses, there you go. Yeah, and they're... They just recently put on uh, Annie, the play Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. yeah, with local talent and uh, some of the professionals that host the Annie Moses Band. So it was a great show. I imagine. Uh, and how was the venue? Oh, if you have not been in the backside of that venue, you would be surprised. They have completely renovated it where they have, I think, a 50-person uh, seating. And the stage is beautiful. I mean, it's stunning. There we go. I mean... Uh, <clears throat> and folks, that's Kelly Bessemer Johnson, who is director of Main Street Columbia, uh, and is in the know on all things in downtown Columbia. Try to be, but yes. And, and they just got recognized big time. Yeah, we just uh, accepted the National Main Street accreditation, so that is something we work hard towards each year, and we have received it again. So, 2023. Columbia is a nationally recognized mainstream. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And last but not least, there may be more, but the three that I'm aware of uh, are the Arts Guild, the Conservatory of Annie Moses, and uh, last but certainly not least, the Watershed Theater Troupe uh, here in Columbia. Today I have with me a couple of folks from Watershed, uh, Colby Block Janes. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. All right, and Kate Foreman. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Doc. Now, ladies, y'all have got something coming up, or you wouldn't be here. What's going on? We have our big annual fundraiser is coming up next Wednesday, May 24th. We are hosting 24 hours of giving. Um, and this is a fundraiser to help fund our 23-24 season, uh, which is going to be our most ambitious season to date. We've got all sorts of information about that upcoming season on our website, watershedpublictheater.org. There we go, watershedpublictheater.org. <laughs> yes, and the 24 hours of giving um, is just an opportunity for folks to give, uh, make a donation in any amount online, help us raise our goal of $24,000. Folks who give early, their funds will be matched by some of our local business sponsors who've put up matching funds, such as the Law Office of John Schwery, Parks Brighter, Bryant Snyder, PBS Law Firm, and Chick-fil-A of Columbia are some of our wonderful business sponsors who put up matching 
matching funds. Oh, wow. Um, and we have lots of ways for folks to donate. Uh, we have a Venmo. We have PayPal. We have a direct secure donation on our website. So this is a 24-hour online fundraiser. Online fundraiser, yes. There we go. But Water. there is an in-person portion. and so Okay, Colby, um, what's that? Yes, to kind of kick off and celebrate all of the giving um, and to celebrate our artists and what all of what Watershed does. We'll be having a happy hour celebration over at the Columbia Arts Building from 5 to 7 on Level 2. Um, Ollie and Finns will be serving up some really tasty food. Bad Idea Brewery will be serving and pouring some amazing of their their local beer. Um, We'll have face painting. We'll be a family-friendly event. Some performances by our journeyman troupe. So it will really be a great opportunity for everyone to come out. Obviously, we encourage you to give, but it's a free event. You can just come and show up. Bring the whole family. It's a free event. Come and have fun with our artists and our performers. Okay. Now, where is that going to be again? The Columbia Arts Building, Level 2. Now, where is that? So the Columbia Arts Building is over between school and High Street on 11th. Oh, in the Arts District. In the Arts District. That's right. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Come in on level two, and the whole level two will be celebrating. You can't miss us. All right. Uh, Again, uh, what day? That's Wednesday, the 24th. So that is the day of giving. So you can give all day, but from 5 to 7, we'll be celebrating in person. And encourage everyone to come out and join us 5 to 7, Wednesday, the 24th, next Wednesday. So just meet the members of the theater, meet other people, have a good time in a beautiful setting. I know exactly where you're talking about now. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Next Wednesday at uh, from five to seven p.m. That's right. WatershedPublicTheater.org um, has more information. Uh, but uh, you know, come and enjoy the party uh, and uh, give give if you can, please. And register to win tickets if you're excited about our upcoming season. There's a chance to win tickets too. Season all right, okay. Now, all right, let's talk about this upcoming season. Uh, give us the highlights. Um, the highlights: <laughs> We're going to be opening our season with the musical Anastasia. Uh, which just recently uh, completed a Broadway tour. We're very excited to be uh, presenting this, one of the first companies in the region presenting Anastasia the Musical. Um, We also have a special Merry Christmas coming up in December. Um, We will be presenting our show for young audiences, Robin Hood and Friends, in February. In March, uh, we have a wonderful Hitchcock-themed show, The 39 Steps. It's a fun, fast-paced comedy that, uh, again, will be exciting for all sorts of folks. Uh, and then we're closing our season with The Importance of Being Earnest, the classic Oscar Wilde comedy. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. it's is, a really big am- season. Kate, that's ambitious, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's why we need your help. There <laughs> but we before go. that season kicks off, we're still finishing this season, technically. We've got Romeo and Juliet's our last production, June 16th through the 25th. And that's an amazing production, so we encourage people to come out those two weekends, come see the show. Wow. All right. Now, tell just so we'll know, tell us a little bit more about the Watershed Theater Group. Well, Watershed Public Theater was founded in 2016, um, and since then we have been slowly but surely growing. Um, and our, our primary mission is to bring quality arts and entertainment to Murray County uh, and the surrounding communities. And we want to do so while supporting artists. We are a professional company. We pay the designers, directors, and performers who work with us. Um, and so we're constantly growing and trying to offer more employment opportunities to help grow the local arts community. That is just amazing, folks. And again, just a part of the many, many just amazing things, uh, not just in the artistic community, but otherwise going on here in Columbia, Tennessee, in southern middle Tennessee. <coughs> the, um, and the theatrical arts uh, is one of the things that just seems to be exploding on the scene. It's <laughs> yes. all good. 
<laughs> yes, it's a very exciting time for the arts in Colombia. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go on now with uh, Kelly Messimer Johnson, director of Main Street Murray. But uh, Colby, Kate, y'all stick around and talk more about it as we go, if you if you want. Uh, Kelly Messimer Johnson, Main Street, Columbia. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. How are you, Del? I'm doing well. We <laughs> okay. Look a little too cloudy for me out there for the weekend, but that's okay. Um, Just one of those May days. Yeah, sun, May but days. Sunday's going to be beautiful. Okay. Sunday's going to be beautiful. What about tomorrow, too, Willie? Tomorrow's going to be rain all day oh. long. Oh, well. So much for my, for my grandson's soccer game. Uh, oh, it'll go on. <laughs> you think? All right. I think we'll so. See. We'll see. Uh, but, of course, uh, Kelly's going to tell us all the things going on in and around Columbia uh, this weekend and in the week to come. But first, she has a guest with her, Ke- Kevin McCarthy. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you Thanks, for being sir. here, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And not that Kevin McCarthy. That's right. Different guy. <laughs> there we go. Now, Kevin, what do you do? I am the city planner for the city of Columbia. I work in development services down at City Hall. Okay. And uh, what's going on there in the next week? Well, we are in the process of updating Connect Columbia. That's the city's comprehensive plan. It's a long-range vision for the physical development of the city. It was adopted in 2018, and it's time for a five-year update. So on Tuesday, uh, from 5.30 to 7.30 at Riverwalk Park, we'll be holding a public forum, open house-style event to invite the public to come and... uh, Give us their direction. Let us know how they want to see the city grow, specifically as it relates to land use, transportation, and parks and greenways. Okay. Uh, and that's ambitious. So you're looking at uh, tweaking, redoing, whatever, uh, the five-year plan for the city of Columbia, parks and greenways, zoning, uh, mm-hmm. That let's see what the three you said: parks and greenways, zoning, and uh, transportation. Transportation. Right. Oh wow! Del, yeah. this is a great opportunity for any citizen to come out and to give their feedback feedback on what they want to see Columbia be in the next years to come. So, if you're really passionate about expanding the parks and getting. Uh, more walking trails or um, emphasizing certain things at parks, this would be an opportunity for you to uh, share that information at this meeting. Or if you're just like me and just wants to see the doggone red lights readjusted up and down Garden of Seventh <laughs> so people can't do 50 miles an hour through there, that's just... I, that could be, be part of the conversation. Right. Something that uh, Kevin yes. Kevin will share is that we're, we're also giving popcorn and uh, drinks out to the community to come and to give their feedback. So if you want to come uh, share your um, comments, but you can also get a treat. And then if you turn in your paper at the end, we've got another special treat that we'll give to you. So it's an opportunity right. to, there you go. Uh, yes, it is. to yeah. get something fun and to be able to share your feedback. So I'd, I would recommend if you are a citizen of Columbia and you love the growth and love your town and you want to see it uh, transform into an even better city, please come to this uh, public forum. Okay. And that's going to be um, at the Riverwalk Park. When? Yes, sir. Uh, May 23rd, Tuesday from 530 to 730. And it's an open house style event, so you can come and go. You don't have to be there the whole time. Okay. Kevin, maybe if, talk about what the maybe the uh, what, what are the options sort of on the table right now in the next five years, particularly in, you know, maybe continuing to do what we're already doing mm-hmm. or maybe tweaking to a little something different 
or maybe tweaking to a whole lot of something different. You know, uh, what, what, what do you see? And of course, what I, I realize that what y'all are doing is looking for the options that in which the public is interested. That's right. But up front, you know, what, what do you sort of see as the city planner as the things that the people of Columbia might want to make choices about? Well, I think we're at a pivot point in the development of Columbia right now where the community needs to make a decision. Do we want to focus on infill growth inside the historic core of Columbia? Do we want to continue to grow outward through annexation and greenfield development or some combination of the both? Recent growth has mostly been growing outward. Uh, But you see things like the Arts District, what's happening on the square, everything that Kelly's involved in, sort of more in the core of the city, uh, redeveloping existing places in town. And we're also looking for... um, So, so... In other words, somebody might buy a vacant lot right here in downtown, three blocks from here. They're there. They're available. Right. And, and uh, uh, so the option is, do we want to focus more on that kind of development or the kind of development like uh, is being considered by the city right now, 750 houses on the edge of town? Yes, sir, down by Ridley Park. Off right. the tra- yes, sir. Right. And, you know, of course, we want to make sure wherever the growth happens, whether we're going out or we're growing uh, more in the core, that it's a high quality, that we're getting the physical product that the community wants to see, the highest quality development we can get, and that we link it all together with a transportation system and parks and greenways amenities that serve the public well. Well, what what might our options, might people consider, say, with regard to transportation? Well, so I guess these two things work together with the land use and transportation is we have an existing infrastructure in town. So if we want to emphasize our growth in places where we already have the infrastructure, then it reduces the need to take on the long-term maintenance of new infrastructure as we grow. You outward. mean like new roads? Right, exactly. If yes. we build, build on existing roads and we don't have to build new roads. That's right, that's right. Okay. And we don't have to take on, you know, so developers largely will build the new roads as they uh put in new subdivisions, but the city then takes on the long-term maintenance of that. So if we build where we already have that infrastructure, then we can have a more efficient uh, municipal operation. Okay. And so that's uh, that's the transportation issue. What, what is, is public transportation of some type included in this conversation? Uh, it's certainly something we'd like to hear more about if people are interested in seeing more public transit opportunities. Is that something you want to see the city sort of explore and look for ways to add that, or do people want to make sure that their commutes are efficient and that we have the roadway infrastructure for private private automobiles? Okay. There you go. Oh, that doggy is shaking over there. <laughs> um, now, let's see, I guess the other was parks and recreation. Uh, yes, what, what might be on the table in that regard here? Well, it's finding out uh, what level of amenities people want to see in existing parks and where they might want to see new assets. And also, I think there's a lot of interest in improved sidewalk and greenway connections to link together uh, parks to neighborhoods. Like Riverwalk, for instance? We've heard a lot about that, yes, sir. And I think it's mostly been positive. They're almost all positive. Yes, sir. Yeah, with the existing Riverwalk is positive. I think a lot of people really enjoy having that want to see that connected to other parts of the city or duplicate in other parts of the city. Yeah, and Kevin, you may not have been here, but I I think folks ought to remember that um, a lot of time it's very difficult for people to see something by description or even by a rendering, Uh, and they they need to see it to know whether they like it. Uh, And I remember when that 
Riverwalk Park was first proposed in the 90s, it was extremely controversial. It's hard to, hard, hard, hard to imagine that now. I mean, yeah. It's hard to imagine it. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I mean, it was swatted down in the 90s. So, uh, you know, folks, uh, come, and, come and see what uh, the city planners are thinking about. Uh, let them, you know, even if they can't show you a picture, let them explain to you what the options might look like. You know, and uh, and go from there, and try to keep an open mind. They aren't, you know, like I said, a lot of things that are very controversial in the beginning turned out to be the most popular and wonderful things we've ever done, like uh, Riverwalk Park. You yes, know, sir. just an <laughs> absolute uh, treasure of this community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, let's see, Kevin, what? Uh, the other thing I've noticed, though, that seems to be a trend uh, with regard to city parks, you know, it used to be, gosh, even 25 years ago, you know, a, a park was just a green field with, uh, you know, an old slide and some monkey bars, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm seeing the city start to do some really neat things to get their parks up like major cities parks are, you know, like... Uh, Centennial Park in Nashville, and uh, I'm starting to see Columbia do that. Yes, sir, and that is one, a big part of this effort. So, like I said, there's three elements of Connect Columbia. There's the land use, the transportation, and the parks and greenways. But for parks and greenways in particular, even if you're not able to come out Tuesday, 530 to 730, uh, we have a survey online where we're asking people, what kind of amenities do you want to see in parks? Where do you want to see parks? So if anybody wants to visit ColumbiaTN.com forward slash Connect Columbia update, they'll find a link to that survey and can let us know specifically about parks and greenways, what kind of amenities like uh, recreational facilities or um, meeting spaces, greenways, what do you want to see happen in these public places in the future? Wow. Uh, and I take it people can, uh, if they can't make the meeting, they can comment on other matters as well as parks and greenways, correct? That's right, yeah. So in addition to the parks and greenways survey, there's a questionnaire just to provide us general comments about the future growth of the city. And then the product that comes out of this, when we take all this input we get from the public and put it in a draft document, that will be reviewed by Planning Commission and City Council in the months to come. So there will, of course, be an opportunity for public input then as well okay so if you cannot attend the meeting and want to uh input your thoughts go to columbiatn.com forward slash connect columbia update and kevin you're i have been dying to find somebody to tell me what's happening uh the uh and you're the man uh i hope so (laughs) well uh i grew up right next to agatha school in east columbia and uh my sister still lives there in the house in which i grew up but you know i still go back and forth through the east hill area practically every day you know and uh i don't, I don't think a lot of, you know most most people don't if there's no there's no um you know there are no shops and stores and things like that over there and they take the bypass around now instead of cutting through there but i have noticed in the last four or five uh, three or four years five years a, a tremendous amount of infill development, which, you know, vacant lots or uh, being uh, new residences being built on vacant lots over there. There, mm-hmm. there were, still are quite a few. Uh, some 
derelict houses are being renovated or just torn down and rebuilt. You know, down on Woodland Street, we got three story condos going in. You know, yes, uh, these these are, that area has not seen that kind of development in 150 years. Uh, what's going on over there? <laughs> well, I think largely it's a function of the market um, that you know, there's just a lot of interest in Columbia, a lot of interest in investing in Columbia and providing those housing opportunities and, and field development. We have also more recently adopted a new zoning ordinance that makes it easier to produce compatible development on those infill lots. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, you know, this infill development can take place on places that you might not have thought that was going to happen before. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it is largely just in, you know, entrepreneurs who are finding opportunities. Yeah, these are all private. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing it to, to make a living, you know, yeah. and... Uh, Apparently, it's working for it, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, know? and of course, we do everything we can to reduce barriers to making that happen <laughs> while making sure that the end product is compatible with the existing neighborhood. And of course, you've already got the waters, the sewer, the whole nine, city fire, police, fire protection, the whole nine yards. It's already there. That's exactly right. And that's why you get that greater efficiency from in-town development than you do from greenfield development on the periphery of the city. Yeah. All right, Kevin, thanks. All right, folks, it's time to take a break. T. Willie went a little bit over, but I'm fascinated with what Kevin's saying, and I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk to him uh, about what's going on in Columbia, and delighted to have that opportunity. All right, we'll take a break. and we'll- Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Murray County volunteer firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. I love this station. Absolutely love the station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. All right, welcome back, everybody. You are tuned in to Front Porch Happenings with Del Kennedy. Everybody has left me except for Delk and Kelly, and Delk had to go out and grab a quick something cool to drink, So, but he has rejoined us right now. And uh, Delk, what's up? Hey, Terry. Uh, uh Kelly's coming back, I take it. Yeah, she's had to step to the restroom real quick. Okay. There she is. There she is. Let's get her on the air. The uh, uh, Let's get her on the air. Hey, Kelly, it's Bessper Johnson, director of, Main, director of Main Street Columbia. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing so well. It's Friday. It's my favorite day of the week. Well, it's always <laughs> a good one. All right, Kelly, uh, tell me what's going on in and around Columbia. Uh this weekend, coming week, maybe in the coming weeks, what's happening? That sounds great. This weekend, on Saturday, Columbia Cars and Coffee. If you are a car fan, regardless of new, old, made yourself, or whatever, uh, down on Motor Alley, which is right behind our square, Cars and Coffee happens every third Saturday of the month. And it is a great opportunity for you to get to see cars, but also if you have your own car, bring it by. It is a fun 
any age, any person event. So if you're looking for something to do on Saturday morning. Uh, folks get there early. Those folks are early birds. They are early. They start at 8 a.m. and it goes till about 11. Um, but Cars and Coffee is on Columbia Motor Alley um, this Saturday. You know, Delk, I don't know if Jay wrote an album that, or a column this week just because there's not much happening. But Cars and Coffee is happening along with the Mule Town uh, Flea Market. Have you been to the Mule Town Flea Market? I have not. No, I'm looking at the, the usually Jay has a column on things to do in around Columbia. Um, yeah, he didn't this week. Yeah, it's he did or did did not. Hey, I don't see one. Yeah. No, nope, all good. Um, all right. Mule Town Flea Market. So earlier, um, the ladies that were talking about uh, their event on Wednesday, um, Mule Town Flea Market also happens at the Cab Building on the third Saturday of every month. So if you are a thrifter, uh, a love of consignment, all of that kind of great stuff, the Columbia Mule Town Flea Market happens outside of Glover's Second Hand Store. That's over uh, in the Arts District. Over in the Arts District, right by the Cab, um, and that event takes place from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I know there are those thrifters out there. Truly. The arts building has, I I don't know how many now, several amazing thrift stores in the basement of the cab. So if you, again, if you like clothes, if you like hats, really anything, um, go check out the Mule Town Flea Market. I think you'll be, you'll you'll have a fun evening of uh, browsing through a lot of stuff okay so, day date and time one more time saturday 11 to 5 p.m in the arts district at glover's second hand that store. is tomorrow tomorrow along okay. with cars and coffee tomorrow so if you're looking for a saturday plans i know it might rain but get on out there bring an umbrella and have fun oh wow all right what okay. else kelly uh farmer's market we have a farmer's market every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday down at Riverwalk Pavilion. So They're open year-round, but I imagine the, uh, they're cranking up with the really good, fresh stuff now. During the spring and summer months, you'll be able to find fresh flowers, eggs, bread, so many amazing things. So if you are into uh, supporting local farmers, please visit our farmer's market. It's the season. It is. It's a great uh, – it's run by the city's parks and uh, – Parks and Rec Department. Right. Um, and so if, you, if you're interested in even becoming a vendor, please visit ColumbiaTN.com to find how to become a vendor for the farmer's market. But if you're just looking to support local, I would definitely uh, check out the Columbia's far- oh, farmer's not market. Not just support local. I mean, good food. I mean, Amen. I, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, and they're all folks who, you know, have their uh, gardens and what all just around here. And... Um, I mean, the fruits and vegetables are amazing. They yep. are. Nice and fresh, too. Now, uh, that's really it for this upcoming weekend in downtown Columbia. Um, we've got a couple of things coming up in the near future. Uh, the first weekend in June is packed full of events. So if you'll let me talk about a few of those, that you need to get your tickets today for those future events. Okay, that's uh, that will be a week from now, first Friday, right? Well, no. uh, two weeks from now. Two yes, weeks sir. from now, yeah. first Friday. Okay. Um, first Friday. Memorial is, Day, the whole nine yards. Yeah, all the, all the great things that are in the near future. So four first Fridays in June, which will be on June 2nd, I believe. Um, I think that's the first Friday. Um, well, no, but Labor Day is, is it that week or the weekend before? Uh, Memorial Day is uh, the 
ninth. Yeah, I can't even get the day right. Too. Well, yeah, all right, <laughs> that's okay. Memorial Day is the 29th, so this we, will be after Memorial after Day. After Memorial Day, not anywhere close to Labor Day. Uh, yeah, goodness <laughs> gracious! No, I, <laughs> everything nice. merges and mixes into our minds. No, so our upcoming June first Fridays. Um, if you have a child that is a crafter, a baker. Uh, services they provide services we have a children's entrepreneur market happening during first fridays this upcoming june wow never heard of that it is our very first one um it is a a market completely run by children uh parents are welcome to work the children's booth but they're not allowed to uh bring people in they're not allowed to take money it's on the child to do all of the transactions and uh to make all of the goods so if you're interested in supporting children or if you have a child that would be interested in selling their goods please check out childrensentrepreneurmarket.com that's the uh, organization running the market um, it's ages 5 through 16 that can sell during this market um, but during first Fridays that's when the market will take place and it'll be down at Riverwalk Parks Pavilion as well okay so that will be June the June 2nd. 2nd yes sir Riverwalk Park what time I believe it's from 4 to 7 p.m. so um, get your child registered today so that they can get uh on it on making goods for this market but all right and for more information or if you have a child who wants to participate go to you're going to visit children's entrepreneur market.com okay yes there we go. Wow. absolutely it's it's a really fun <laughs> opportunity please look into it if you have that child yeah. uh, a couple of other big events coming up okay the gardens of columbia tour hosted by our own james k polk uh mm-hmm. home it is an opportunity for you to visit nine different gardens in columbia one being the president's Holmes Garden. Right. Um, but you have to visit jameskpolk.com for tickets, or you can buy tickets inside the museum, uh, which is just right next door to y'all's radio mm-hmm. and station. gardens will be beautiful this time of year, folks. And oh, yeah. If you, if you love gardens, if you love walking through gardens, I think they also have um, live painters during the event. They've got demonstrations. It, it's a really neat opportunity. It is a fundraiser event for the James K. Polk Home. But if you're interested in learning more about this upcoming gardens tour, um, you can visit jameskpolk.com. You can visit the Polk Home to buy those tickets. I believe they're $20 per person. But now, this, when is this now? This event takes place on June 2nd and June 3rd. So Friday, a Friday and Saturday. And Saturday Friday, and, Saturday. There we go. Yep, and it's a, a at-your-own-pace type of event. Mm-hmm. So it's not timed or scheduled for when you can visit gardens. It's just an all-day type thing. So um, I hope you check that one out. Now, if you're into homesteading, same weekend, same time frame. We've got the Homestead Festival happening at the Hardison Mill Homestead Hall. Um, if you're not familiar with this event, it is an event hosted by our own Rory Feek. Yes, and it's it's big. Last year, last year Kevin Costner was there. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Rory has created such uh, an exciting event for those that are interested in farm setting, but also interested in hearing amazing talent so kevin costner was the headline last year i'm unsure who the headline is this year but um, if you're interested in learning about how to raise chickens or canning or 
how to cut a cow when once it's gone to the butcher shop. That those types of conversations will be at this event. But and but now, Rory, as you were saying, that he this is he has the nationally recognized uh, figures in this field mm-hmm. come in, like uh, Temple Grandin, and I mean, they, they, this they're is, from all over the nation. They, these are he he hunts up you know the ones that are the top in their in their knowledge and their experience and brings them into Columbia. Absolutely. Uh, more about this event can be found at hardisonmill.com. That is where the Homestead Festival's information can be found. I believe it's a two-day, two full-day experience at his farm. There's food. There is uh, vendors. There is um, tutorials, workshops. I mean, anything that you can think of, he he brings it to the farm. So check that out if you're interested. That event takes place June 2nd and 3rd. So if um, get your tickets today for it because it does sell out. Um, it, again, a great opportunity if you're interested in that type of life, lifestyle. All right. I, I know one of the one of the musical headliners is going to be uh, Colin Ray. If you're familiar with Colin Ray, okay, uh, you know country singer. Uh, quite a few others. There's more to be added later. It says on their website. So perfect. It'll be good. No, that that sounds like a, a fun weekend. Um, to end your weekend on June third <laughs> at Riverwalk Park. There's a lot of things happening at Riverwalk. If you've not mm-hmm. not learned about, we were talking about how great that park is. Oh and yeah, it truly is a community park. But there is um, a concert happening called Summer Stock at Riverwalk Park. It is a free concert to the community. The headliner is the Foster Party of Eight. Um, Additional artists are Buck Six and the Rockdale Ridge Runners. Um, But it's free admission. There are food trucks. Um, Bring your own seating. Sit on the lawn. Hang out. Bring your family. Uh, Really fun opportunity that the city's Parks and Rec Department helps put on. But the headliner for the event is Foster Party of Eight. All right. Saturday, June 3rd, Riverwalk Park. What time? I believe doors doors right open at four uh so make your way to the park early there's no labor day and wear clothes (laughs) (laughs) no not for a few months (laughs) no june's going to be a busy month so go ahead and put things on your schedule because i it's going to get here sooner than we're ready for so uh i hope to see you all this weekend down at cars and coffee yeah grand summer kickoff yeah absolutely uh, no, we've got a lot of things of happening in downtown Columbia. Um, most of our downtown bars, restaurants all have live music, mm-hmm. bingo, karaoke, all all the things. So bring the family out. Uh, come see downtown Columbia. Enjoy our ice cream, pizza, all the good things that we have here in downtown. But um, also put on your schedule all these upcoming events because it's... It's going to be a fun summer. All right, sure. Kelly. That's is that your list? Uh, I'd say I'm going to quit there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've, I've See, got, Willie, what you got? Well, I got a few musical things. Uh, our good friend uh, Don McKinnon, who is, uh, comes in on the show occasionally, he will be at Mount Pleasant Grill tonight from six to eight thirty. Uh, and tomorrow, uh, if you're in town, uh, group that he plays with, Bald Colonel, which is very good. They will be at the Rebel Bar and Grill. That's Delk's second home. Right. Uh, I think that starts at seven thirty. Back, back before cell phones, we but, had pay phones. I got my calls there. There you go. But also a big event uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. We've been promoting it on the show. An evening with the gambler. It's uh, Justin Sullivan and his band, the Real Deal Band. 
Most of them have uh, performed on the Grand Ole Opry multiple times. Uh, they still do. Uh, but you can get tickets. Uh, doors open at 6. Uh, it uh, The show starts at 7. It's about a 90-minute show. Uh, and you can go to etext.com or go to Crockett Theater in Lawrenceburg is where it is located. And, the, and that's where I will be tomorrow night. Yeah, the old Crockett Theater down there is another amazing venue. I've not been. And, uh, it's a good one to go to? Yeah. yeah okay. That's a theater. great... Not, yeah, you can get tickets. They start at $16, I believe. That's not uh, bad. Justin is amazing. Uh, he looks... And sounds like Kenny Rogers. I'm, I I know my music pretty well, but he was in yesterday. Him and his wife dropped by again, but he's got the look. Uh, he told the story. He was in the. They were in Florida, one of in one of those malls in the middle. Some lady called, had him come over, and she said, "Do you sing?" Yeah. And he's and he's, like, I can sing. And he starts singing "Lady," and he he does it so well. Oh. And then he turned and walked away, and the lady ran after him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the mall is getting the cameras out because they thought it was him. I mean, he looks. He looks so similar to Kenny Rogers, but he sounds that way. And just a nice man. But go out to the Crocker Theater in Lawrenceburg tomorrow night. Show starts at seven. I promise you, uh, it'll be a good show. There you go. So T. Willie, that, now what you got? Sports and stuff on um, T. Willie. Yeah, we got a little bit of music. Uh, I'm a little bit of music. I got a lot of music. But Atlanta, Atlanta Braves are on at five uh, tonight. They're on at uh, five tomorrow, and then Sunday they come on uh, a little later. Uh, come on about one, and then we also have NASCAR. Uh, it's their all-star race. They are in North Wilkesboro. Uh, that track was closed about 15 years ago. Uh, they've completely renovated it, and then the uh, truck series will be there Saturday at noon, and then Sunday, uh, starting at six o'clock in the evening. Evening, uh, the Cup Series will be there for their traditional all-star race. And it won't be long. They'll be out here at Nashville Super Speedway. I will be there all weekend working in the media center. There you go, I'm T. Willie. I'm looking forward to it. So. The Renaissance man. T. Willie, let's go a little long. And I want sure. to close out with... Uh, the podcasts that are available here at Front Porch yeah. Radio, uh, including this show. Yeah. Uh, if you miss it, you can go back and play the yeah. podcast. And also, the I forgot to mention, sorry, the Little League. Uh, we did the Little League last night, and it will be it will be rebroadcast. Re- you can go you can go catch it there. As soon as someone's phone's quit ringing, oh, that's me. But anyways, uh, from five thirty every Thursday, we do a double header. Uh, from Columbia American Little League Park, and we also is vid- it's on video. You can watch it live. Go to our website, or go, go, to, go ten- to our go to our website, or go to TennesseeSportsNet.com, which you can, is you can see the you can see it, see the video live of the game. Got and, instant replay the whole night. Everything hours. last night, uh, I try to get a musical person to come in and sing, take me out to the ball game. Last night, the amazing Brenda Lynn Allen was there. I believe going to get Mackie Kaler either this Thursday or the last Thursday. So, we're, But it's it's fun. I just had to mention that, Del. Oh, yes. T. Willie, please. Thank you. Um, all right. Podcasts, including this show, uh, you can go to our website or wherever you get your podcast, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, wherever. Uh, and you can find uh, these, these podcasts uh, and archives of past shows, including this show, uh, on our most most of the podcast shows are on our sister station the WKOM uh, 101.7 so you can, on our website you can find the podcast and archives of three dudes with a view uh, you can find the podcast and archive shows of Front Porch Sports Radio Hour uh, you can find a podcast of 
History's Hook with Tom Price. Good show. Yeah, it's a great show. And another great show uh, with Jack Cobb, The Big Yellow School Bus, about what's going on in and around Murray County Schools. Uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Today with Tom Price. That's our daily uh, half-hour newscast. You can also find on the website the transcript of Tom's newscast. If you want to just skim the headlines and and don't want to listen to a 30-minute show, you can find that as well on our website, the Tony Basilio Show, uh, about all sports, but mostly about the Big Orange, and it's all good. People love him. He's, I think if, you can't really talk about Big Orange sports without talking about Tony Basilio. Uh, the uh, Inside Middle Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, uh, which is a great show. Where great they, show. Oh, yeah. they every, got a great engineer on that show. Yeah, every Friday morning they talk about a little bit of everything. <laughs> American Steel with Dr. Michael Steele, principal at uh, Central High School, who really brings – I mean, he talks about education some, but he talks a little bit about everything and brings an amazing perspective. And that, that show has been very popular. And, again, uh, Front Porch Happenings, this show, you can <laughs> find it uh, – the podcast, listen to the archives, Columbia Central uh, Softball, Columbia Central Basketball, Columbia Central Football, uh, American Little League, and uh, Americana Central Time with George Hamilton, the fourth, also fifth, all sorts of great music and entertainment, sort of like a old-fashioned variety show, really. It's The Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. Uh, Taft talks about he is he is a minister uh but he's also a businessman and so he sort of mixes together some christian lessons and business lessons and and it's good uh the Pekoski estate law show that's uh stan Pekoski who uh does estate planning you know for for ordinary mm-hmm. folks i mean you're worried about your living will the you know uh having to sell assets if you have a loved one going into a nursing home, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a big thing right there. Yeah, Stan knows how to help you with that. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, what is WKRM presents live from, what is that? I can't read the whole thing, T. Willie. Um, oh, oh, the live from the Loveless show. And oh, I'm, I'm yeah. A, yeah that's, we that, did that last month. Yeah, that uh, comes out about once a month. And, right. Uh, it's a it's a live show from the Loveless Cafe uh, up in Nashville, Columbia Central Football archive games there, and of course new games will be coming up this fall. When football starts mm-hmm. again. Again, you can find these podcasts uh, anywhere you get your podcast: uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever, or go to our website mm-hmm. and you can find them there. There you go. So that, that's, I think we're done, too. That's Willie. about all I got. Kelly, you got anything else to close out with? Uh, no, this weekend I'm heading to the Renaissance Fair. You said a Renaissance man a second Ooh. ago, and that triggered that memory of catch me there if you're <laughs> headed out to Nolansville for the annual May Renaissance Fair. Cool. So. And, con- and congratulations once again. That's an amazing, amazing thing. Nights on Chargers, right? <laughs> Potentially, that's what I've been told. But thank you, T. Willie. I really do appreciate it. Main Street is downtown Columbia and Main Street are just awesome right now. Yes, so they are. Thankful for yes, it. Thankful are. for the community. And thank you and thank everybody for coming in. Thank you, Delk. Thank uh, you, T. Willie. Got some commercials, and then we're going to get back to. The-